a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first time here, it's really great to have you on board. And I want to just ask you, how are you feeling? And when I say how are you feeling, I mean, how are you feeling really? Because, you know, things are really tricky at the moment, aren't they? Now, if you're listening to this at some point in the future, I'm actually recording this mid-September 2022. And, you know, boy, it's been a tricky couple of years. And it's been a tricky couple of years worldwide. You know, everywhere, globally, it's been difficult, hasn't it? But all I know is what it's been like where I live. I live in the UK and yeah, we've had a tricky time. So we were going through Brexit and Brexit was extremely unsettling. You know, it was Brexit was horrible, really. So we were going through Brexit and then COVID hit. And we all know what that was like. It was it was just horrendous and scary. And yeah, we've got a war in Europe. Hopefully in the future, if you're listening to this in the future, that's going to have ended, I'm hoping. But at the moment, we have a war going on over in Ukraine. Climate change is absolutely coming home to roost. It's really going mental. We've been having wildfires. We've been having temperatures going you know, really mental, you know, 40 degrees we've had just up the road from me. I'm sure that we're going to have floods soon. I know in, in Pakistan, they're going through some horrendous floods, absolutely dire. And we've also got the cost of living crisis, you know, eye-watering energy increases that have impacted just everybody. I don't think anybody, even the richest people, cannot be getting through this unscathed. And let's talk about politics. Well, I don't want to talk about politics because that's not my thing. But let's face it, where would I even start? You know, national and international politics have been and still are, let's face it, let's call it unsettled. You know, here in the UK, we've been rocked by scandals in the government that led to a change of leader. And two days after that new leader took the job, Literally, just as she was announcing the help that was going to be made available due to the energy crisis, the Queen dies. I mean, that's that's just huge, isn't it? Now, I liked the Queen. You know, I, I got a bit of a soft spot for the Queen. I thought she just had a bit of a twinkle in her eye and a, I don't know, I just liked her. But, you know, no matter what your views are on monarchy... This represents a big change for us all, when to be honest, you know, I think that many of us are just wanting to relax, relax into something comforting and familiar. So, you know, I think we're exhausted by it. It's a lot and it it affects us in lots of different ways and, and ways that we don't really, I don't know, ways that we aren't probably aware of now that are gonna just keep happening. 
So yeah, many things have changed, significant changes, not just little things. These are really big, significant changes. And you're going to have your own story too. We all do. We all have our own story of what's gone over on over the last few months, the last few years. So because of that, I've decided to actually put together some podcasts that are all to do with self-care. So I've put together four of the most popular podcasts that are going to help you at this time. So a couple of them are like just from me. A couple of them I've got some guests that have been in to talk to us. And so there should be something here that's going to be interesting for you. So the first one is going to be a podcast that's that's quite practical, actually. It's about sharing how to stay productive, even on low energy days. So if you have those days when everything just feels like too much hard work, take a listen to this because it could revolutionise the way that you work. So yeah, have a listen. I hope it helps. Now, a while ago, Grow Your Private Practice member Jackie contacted me. Hi, Jackie. I know you listen to the podcast. She contacted me and suggested something for a podcast. And she said, and I quote, you once sent me a blog about ebb and flow energy, and it's been invaluable to me at times when my motivation has been low and my imposter syndrome high. So yeah, Jackie, thank you. It's a really, really good idea for a podcast. And that's what we're going to look at today. So I'm going to leave a link to the original post that I shared, which is by Naomi at ItiBiz. And it was from back in 2017. So quite a long time ago. So yeah, go and have a look. Now, I used to love Naomi's posts for several reasons. She's ADD, she's bipolar, and she lives a really interesting life. Namely, she homeschools her son and she travels the world. She's a little bit sweary And she definitely follows her own path. And I always really, really admire that. So tell me, have you ever had one of those days where you wake up full of energy, leap out of your bed and tick a squillion things off your to-do list whilst the kettle boils? Yep, they're good days, aren't they? That feels really good. But do you also have days where you drag yourself out of bed and just kind of procrastinate your way through the day? without really achieving anything. Well, they don't feel so good, do they? And I'm imagining you nodding now because I think this is true for everybody to a greater or lesser extent. But the problem is we kind of expect ourselves to meet every day with the same amount of energy, with the same amount of enthusiasm. And I think therein lies the problem because if we don't do that, we can start going into a bit of a negative cycle of shoulds. So something like, oh, I should have done this. I meant to do that. And it can easily descend into, I'm so stupid because I didn't do it. And I'll never be successful because I can't do that. And it just becomes a really, really negative place. And I think that we can both agree that this kind of self-talk is bad, very bad. So an example of this is my history of planning. So I'm not a very organised person. So in my quest to get organised, I have bought so many planners, it's not even funny. So they're they're sort of filed around my desk in various different places. and They kind of taunt me and remind me that I spent money on them and had high hopes about, you know, using them and changing my life. Because I'd kind of do a little bit of training, I'd buy the planner, and then I'd fill in a month 
or a week or sometimes even a day. And then I'd maybe have an off day and my carefully planned days would just fall apart. And then I'd lose faith and get a bit disgruntled about it. And I've done so much productivity training and organisational training. You just wouldn't believe it. I mean, to be honest, especially if you saw the state of my desk at any given time. So why do we do this? Well, I've kind of got a little bit of a theory. I think for me, it's because I'm a woman of moods. Now, I don't want to shock any men out there listening, but women have been known to go through various mood swings through the month. Now, these are real and frankly, really bloody annoying. But there we are. It is what it is. But that doesn't mean only women have ups and downs because we all do. We're not robots. We're affected by all sorts of things like sleep, the weather. We all know if it's not a very nice day weather-wise, it has an effect on us. Other people might hack you off, along with things like, you know, average everyday worries, fears, stress, anxiety, not to mention little things like a global pandemic or global warming. You know, the list goes on, doesn't it? There's plenty to have a bad day about. And all of these things make a difference. Now, I have days where I'm full of energy and enthusiasm. And I also have days where I turn into like a sulky teen that just doesn't want to play. And that's just how I am. That's just how a lot of us are. Now, if that's not you and you are one of those people that works really well to a list that includes timings and that works for you, then this episode probably isn't for you because we're looking at people who who don't do that. But actually, bizarrely, this is the point of the episode because the real thing we're discussing here is the importance of getting to know yourself and what works for you rather than try to force yourself into fit a a one-size-fits-all formula because we're all different. You've probably heard me bang on about your business, your rules, and listen to episode 12 if you haven't. But the beauty of having your own business is that you can make it work for you. And that'll look slightly different for everybody, but it's also what makes this really exciting. So here's the genius suggestion that Naomi makes. She says that rather than deciding that a day is either good or bad, we call them ebb and flow. So we have ebb and flow times. And this really is one of those really simple tiny language shifts that makes a massive difference to how we feel about things. It's brilliant. So instead of struggling and then failing to do something that's just not possible at that time and then writing that time off as a waste, if you recognise that it's an ebb day, i.e. a day where you're struggling with your creativity and you adjust the tasks that you do in in order to work better with that, then you'll find that you can still be extremely productive even on ebb days, which means you don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to tell yourself that you're you're stupid because you're not on the top of your game all the time. So therefore, everything in your business and your life for that sake, I mean, this works everywhere. So you know how sometimes if you've got kids, you might have a day where you're like, right, come on, kids, and you pack a picnic and off you go and you're doing something. And then there are other days when you just want to give them like fast food in front of the telly. Those are ebb and flow days. So you can actually use this in your life as well. So all of these things can be split into either ebb or flow activities. 
So let's have a look at a couple of examples and I'll tell you what I mean. So some flow activities. So the flow activities are the days where everything feels easy. So these require a little more energy and creativity. So these could be things like writing a blog post, writing your social media posts, maybe starting a new project like running a workshop or making a passive income product or writing a book. Or it could be learning something new or it could be planning or it could be doing accounts. So if you wake up and you feel ready to take on the world, think about the sorts of jobs that would be great for you on those sorts of days. And then we have the ebb days. So these are the days when you wake up and your energy is low. So you might decide to do some ebb activities. So these could be something like, well, if you're a member of the Grow Your Private Practice Club, it might be that there's some workshops that you've been meaning to watch, but just haven't had time to. Ebb days are a great time to do that because you are still working. You are still increasing your knowledge, but you're doing something that's not going to take as much mental energy. Another thing you could do is things like shredding old documents or filing or deleting old emails or filing documents, either paper documents or online documents. So maybe you can go through your documents folder and have a good old clear out, or you could do some organisation. Or you could do something that you keep putting off, like recording your CPD. And again, if you grow your private practice member, don't forget that you get a CPD certificate for all the training that you do in the club. Now, there may be some things that could fit into either category. So, for example, I love going on Canva. So if you don't know Canva, Canva is a free kind of a design app. And you can go on there and make images for your blogs, for your social media, for like all sorts of things. So for me, if I'm on an ebb day, so if my energy is low, sitting and and making some images on Canva would be a really good thing for me to do because I could do that. I'm being productive. I really enjoy it. And at the end of doing that, I've really got something to show for it. But for you, Canva might be a job to go on your flow pile as it uses creativity. And it's something that you need to put a little bit more effort into. Now, this isn't an exact science. It's simply an exercise in learning about yourself, about accepting that some days it's possible to get more done and on others, it just feels harder. So how does this work practically? Well, I'll tell you what I do. So every quarter I have goals that I'm working towards. I generally have one main goal and two or three smaller goals. So every quarter and a quarter is three months or 90 days or 12 weeks. Now, if you're a member of the Grey Private Practice Club, check out the recent workshop that I did called How to Create Quarterly Goals You Can Actually Stick To, the replays available in the course library. And I'll talk you through my method of how, how I do this, which is really, really simple. So I know roughly what I want to, well, I know exactly what I want to do over the three months. So when I break that down, I know that every week, I kind of know what I want to achieve. And generally, every week, I'll achieve the things that I set out to do. But I don't plan it out in really, like, intricate ways. So I don't say something like, at two o'clock on Tuesday, I'll be writing a blog. Because I tend to not work that way. I find that if I plan to do something like writing a blog, when the allotted time comes, I might not really be feeling like writing a blog. However, I do trust that I will get everything done that I need to. And I do. If I have an energetic go-get-em day, 
I know exactly what I want to focus on. So I'll know that I need to concentrate on that blog. But if I'm having a low energy day, I don't beat myself up about it. I just do a different kind of job. Sometimes I'll do it from the comfort of my sofa whilst I'm watching daytime TV. But I'm still being productive. I'm still getting things done. And this has been a massive game changer for me because I no longer beat myself up for not following intricate plans. I accept that I'm just simply not that kind of person. And I trust that if I'm on a low energy day, that it's going to be okay because the next day I'll probably be on a high energy day. That's the way it goes. Now that said, I found over time that it's actually possible for me to change up my mood if there's something I really need to cross off my to-do list. So how do I do that? Well, sometimes it means I might play my 70s disco soundtrack, or it could mean that I just take a cheeky nap, or it could mean that I just take the dog out for a walk and put a motivational podcast on, or it might even mean that I just go to the supermarket just to get a change of scenery. It just changes my headspace. But sometimes it's absolutely okay to have ebb days. So just take it easy on yourself. Everything will get done. Trust the process. So there you are. Naomi's blog was so helpful for me and for Jackie. So I really do hope that you can find a moment just to go and check it out because in life, there are always going to be ups and downs. The trick is how to make them work for you. And if you struggle with any sort of mental health issues, like myself, I struggle with depression and anxiety and which means that you're more likely to have these days where you have high and low energy. So, you know, please check it out and find a way of working so you're not constantly beating yourself up. Relax into it, work in a way that's right for you. Now, in this podcast, I talked about the fact that there was a workshop about you know, action planning. Well, I actually run quarterly action planning workshops in the membership. So every quarter we go through, you know, planning the next, you know, next quarter's action about what you want to take action with. It's all about getting focused and getting focused isn't just about what you're going to do. It's also about letting things go so you don't feel that you have to do anything. Now, the next one is going to be on the 5th of October, but of course they're recorded. So if you're listening to this and that date has gone by do not worry come and join the membership and you can listen to them at a time that's convenient to you so if you'd like some help to get focused and you feel ready to take action come and join us over in the grow your private practice membership just go to growyourprivatepractice.co.uk and you know come and see what we've got available to you So I hope you found this first one of the self-care highlights reels really useful for you. And next time I'm going to be talking about therapist's burnout, how to spot it and how to take action with guest Charlie Hyde. So Charlie is fantastic. It was a great episode. So keep an eye out for that. So all that's left to say is have an absolutely fantastic week. Take it easy on yourself. These are funny times. Make sure you're getting lots of time to yourself. Self-care, you think about your own needs and yeah, just do what you need to, to find that time for you. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Okay, take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.